Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading another free ebook called The Cop That Stole Christmas. My prediction? Suspension with pay. Welcome to the Christmas episode of Amazon Book Club. I'm Austin Hanna. My name's Ganesh Sarma. And I'm Shane Burklow. Uh, this week, we've got a real holiday-themed uh, barn burner for you called uh, The Cop Who Stole Christmas. Uh, Ganesh, <laughs> uh, I believe you have a, a synopsis of this book. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what we're going to be reading here today? Cops don't steal. I know. Cops are uh, 100% good all the time. So this is our, <laughs> we're starting off on the wrong foot for me. This is book two in the Tall, Hot, and Texan series. I, I mean, I prefer to start with book one, but okay. Wait, Tall, Hot, and Texan? Yes, all three. Wow. Um, okay. <clears throat> all right, it opens, the synopsis opens with a quote, It'll take a tall, hot Texan and a little <laughs> holiday spirit to mend a broken heart and catch a Christmas killer. Tell me, oof, jeez. Oh, that, Whoa. I, that caught me off guard. All right. Can he do it? Savannah Edwards is feeling downright scared. Scrooge-like. Who can blame her? A truly unjolly Santa, suit beard and all, just repossessed her car because of her ex's shady business dealings. She'd like to murder the no-good lion cheat, but somebody already did that for her. Oh, problem solved. And left him right in the middle of her kitchen, wrapped up with a bow. Detective Mark Donaldson has a rule against getting involved with his neighbors. He can look. Wait, why? That's the whole point of being a cop. And he studied every sweet curve of Savannah from across the street, but he can't touch. So when she lands on his doorstep in need of help, he finds himself torn between being naughty or nice and fights every (laughs) urge to unwrap her like a shiny new Christmas present. This guy's a pig in numerous ways. Trouble is, even Mark can't resist a little holiday magic. And there's definitely something magical happening between him and the girl next door. Oh, this has a little bit of everything. I'm, you know, I'm intrigued. Romance. Uh, kind of confused by a cop who doesn't get involved <clears throat> with his neighbors, since that seems like the, that's the sexually. job. To, oh, in sex. Oh, he, but he'd help if there was a crime. Mm, he didn't say that. Either. He's a detective, so maybe like that's a beat cop. It's Texas, baby. Stand, so he just shows up after the crime. Happens. You got to stand. You, you got to stand your own ground down there. There's uh, still like a hierarchy. Yeah. Cops are higher than people. Uh, all right. So I think that gives us a pretty clear idea of what to expect. I'm ready for a little Christmas cheer. So this uh, this book is by, um, again, alleged New York Times bestselling author Christy Craig. Maybe she is. Congratulations. I don't know. I believe, what are you calling her a liar? No. I You pay well, Christy for a liar? It's on the book? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, that's insulting. I mean. So the book cover, uh, we have... What uh, what appears to be a pair of feet dangling out from a blanket? Not, I mean, not a yeah. pair. It's two pairs. It's it's, it's four uh, feet. It's four four total feet. A pair yeah. of two people. Feet. Two people's worth of feet. Yeah, or it could be something gross that I don't even know. Yeah, about. Who knows what's going on under there? I'm assuming it's two people uh, who just had uh, some sort of uh, yeah. romp in the, the sack. The way they're arranged, uh, 
uh, one pair of feet aiming down, the other pair of feet aiming up. The real twist, though, is that there's a little cute kitty cat on top wearing a Santa Claus hat. So these people are fucking freaks. He's breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Uh, He's looking at us like, can you believe this? Uh, Frank, next, frankly, I can't. Next to the cat, there is a fake, uh, fake sticker. It says "sexy, suspenseful, and seriously funny." Uh, well, I mean, that sells it to me. Uh, do you want to get into this book? Should we read? Should we start? Uh... All right, let's let's, uh, let's dive in. Let's dive in. I'm excited. <laughs> Can you hit me with a page one of some hot Christmas cop action? This is chapter one of The Cop Who Stole Christmas. Can't wait to see how this goes. Oh, it's like The Grinch. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my mindset's changed. All right, let's go. Get your hand off my bumper. Hey. Savannah Edwards clutched her pink nubby housecoat to her chest against a frigid December air as she bolted across her yard to her driveway. Cold mud oozed between her toes. Mm. Did you hear me? She yelled over the sound of Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer, bellowing out over of the wrecker. Who blasts that Christmas tune? Gross. She came to a sudden stop, her breath catching with shock at the sight of the man hooking up her Mustang. <laughs> Santa Claus was stealing her car. Oh, boy. I heard you, lady. Crouched down at her bumper, his long white beard dangled between his knees. He even donned the traditional red suit with a floppy hat sporting a white ball. When he finally looked up, his eyes widened. The cold snuck beneath her robe, and afraid something might be showing, she tightened the house coat around her. A chilly gust of wind tossed a heavy strand of mayonnaise-laden hair onto her <laughs> I'm forehead. Sorry, what? Mayonnaise-laden hair? Mayonnaise-laden hair onto her forehead. Oh, there right. Nice. That's when she remembered she also had an had on a neon blue facial mask. Okay. I'm getting a real image of what's going on here. Very descriptive. A little spa day at the home. Mm, yeah. What do you think you're doing? She'd heard the clanking while soaking in the tub. Her Saturday morning pampering ritual. <laughs> Having just replaced her mailbox after the neighborhood juvenile delinquents had smashed it into smithereens, <laughs> she'd bolted out of the tub thinking she'd caught the hoodlums red-handed. <laughs> it hadn't been the delinquents she found, but a wrecker backing up into her driveway behind her car. Santa stood, his eyes roaming over her. Just doing my job, ma'am. That's my car. Title Mama would argue that fact. Title Mama? You give them a title, (laughs) they loan you money. You pay them back, no problem. You don't pay them back, you get me. I I didn't borrow money using the title. Even as she said the words, doubt formed in her gut. Her ex was a certifiable asshole, but he wouldn't have stooped this low, would he? I bet he did. He, he obviously did. Oh, hell. Who was she kidding? Clint had brought his intern into her house while she'd been at the hospital with her dying mom. He had no stooping limits. Wow. wow. Clint, you dirty bastard. Seriously, this is not very Christmas-like of Clint. Uh, <laughs> sorry, go on. I... <laughs> Well, no, I, I mean, that's page one. That's I'm, page one? Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I, I got caught up. Ooh, it really sets the scene. I feel uh, like I relate to her. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm I, intrigued. I think, honestly, can we get a couple more paragraphs before we jump ahead? Yeah, how's she going to handle this car? Yeah, I want to know what's up with Santa, this fucking pervert. Awesome. He walked yeah. to his truck and pulled out a clipboard. Read it and weep. <laughs> Savannah glanced at the papers. There it was. Her heart plummeted. 
her ex-husband's signature on the contract. Son of a bitch. She right. really did feel like weeping. When she looked up, Santa was back to her, hooking up her car. Stop! Please! This is a mistake! I got the car in the divorce, so someone gave him a loan on it. It was illegal. The record driver's eyes cut up to her. I hate it when that happens. He actually sounded sincere. She felt the skin firming, pore-reducing mass tighten her face. Just let me call my ex and get this resolved, please. Sorry, he muttered back. It's not very professional to dress like Santa if you're taking people's stuff. It's honestly somewhat cruel. Unless it's the real Santa. Yeah. Also, it's kind of funny if you're just a huge dick, I guess. Yeah, right? Tis the season. Yeah, right? (laughs) Have you no shame? Uh, well, he this guy clearly doesn't. But, I mean, it is his job. He like, doesn't have any shame. He's, like, gawking at her. Like, what is this, a Mustang? Cl- is that right? Clearly in distress. Yep, it she was a Mustang. I mean, you don't need a Mustang. Nobody, Nobody needs, needs a Mustang. Mustang. Clint thought he did. Yeah, Clint. Clint. They always name these assholes Clint. I swear to God, every book we've read so far has a guy named Clint in it. It's a big name in Texas. That's right. We... I think it's worth noting that a lot of these books we've read take place in the same location. And let's just clarify, for the record... This is not a podcast just about Texas or cowboys. It seems or it's, it seems to be trending that way. Apple pie or now uh, I wouldn't mind a podcast about apple pie. Chevys to, uh, to the levees and and you know what have you? Skinnered. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, yeah, this, no, it's. I think that's just the. Is there like a huge market for zero dollar books yeah. in Texas and the Midwest in general? Yeah, ones that are really easy to read. Yeah, people probably. love free stuff. This doesn't strike me as easy to read. It's just people, free to read. People are like, I like books. Hey, the, these books are free. That's right. Yeah, this is a book, book you could give to your second grader, and they would read it. I would I not give my no. second grader this book. Why not? Do you see the cover? Yeah, this is like. Yeah, there's a cat PG on it. PG thirteen to R. Yeah, I would say this is. I'm I'm saying this is going to go towards hard R. She's on. She's already said asshole, which yeah. is bad. You I mean, can't say that. No, no, no. I don't say that ever. No. Uh, yeah. That's that's a foul. Disgusting word. That's not in the Christmas spirit, is my opinion. Uh, I I mean I, I I like what we got so far, but I think I need a little more information. I mean, do do you guys want to jump ahead a little Let's bit? Let's jump. Let's go. So uh, again, if you haven't heard this before, what we do is we read the first page. We go to the uh, 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and then we wrap it up at the last page. Let's just uh, uh, do a quick pause here to so we can know to put in a jump sound effect. Okay, there we are. That that was that was good. Oh. That was good. Uh, I, I assume. Uh, All right, we're in chapter seven. Whoa. Breezing through. That means there's like... There's 28 chapters. Wow. We've done the math. Mm-hmm. All right, what's going math. on here in chapter... Is this the beginning of chapter seven? No. This no, is it's just right in the smack right dab Right in the middle, middle of the action. Fantastic. Right in the middle of dialogue. My favorite thing to do. Hit right? me with a voice. All right, here we go. He laughed. Probably a little bit of both, but mostly smart. So you were the smart rich kid? There was a tease in her voice. He liked hearing it, too. You think he this is grinned. the same conversation with Santa? Yeah. It's yeah, they actually just went on to lunch after that. <laughs> this is a long, long <laughs> chapter seven of the same repossession of her car. They shared a soda in the back of that Mustang. Mm-mm. A malt. An eggnog, perhaps. Uh, that very seasonal. Yes. Appropriate. So why didn't you just take the bar? It wasn't what I wanted to do. 
She looked at him as if surmising. So your parents wanted you to be a lawyer? He reached for his glass and took his own sip, then placed it back in her hands. Yep. Then I'd follow my father into <laughs> politics. Yep. Yep, I gotta get my lawyer in on. <laughs> Before I go out about uh, politicking <laughs> around these parts. <laughs> you should still have taken the bar. I mean, if you're really smart, you should go take it now. Hey, I'll do it, whatever. I'll do it right now. I can take the bar right now if I'll I wanted to. I'll do to. it right now. Why? He asked, disappointed that she was saying what the rest of them had said. Being a lawyer helped prestige. A cop, not so much. That's, I mean, frankly, I mean, the, the pay is much different. And so this is the cop that stole Christmas. Yes. Oh. The namesake. Mm. And I'm supposed to be rooting for him? Well, well, well. So it's, he's a smart cop. Yeah. Because he says he could pass the bar yeah, all, at any moment. All cops say that. Well, Shane, yeah. I mean, I could pass the bar. Yeah. I mean, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio passed it and Catch Me If You Can. Anybody can pass it. Frank Abagnale. Yeah, that's mm. is, no, that's I'd rather read that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can. That's, well, a, that's a book. I don't think it's free. I know, but right it's now. It's not free. We're, it's like I have $40. I've got a $0 a month budget for books, so this is right in my wheelhouse. Same thing, too. Yeah, it's free. I mean, it's all words. Spielberg's already working on the rights. That's Why? Right. He asked, disappointed that she was saying what the rest of them had said. Being lawyer helped prestige. A cop, not so much. Because you earned it. You went to school. I'm perfectly happy with what I do. I didn't say become a lawyer. You should never do what you don't want to do. I said pass the bar. Hang the certificate up on your wall. It's something to be proud of. Bethany had to take it twice. She made a funny face and pressed a hand to her mouth. Don't tell her I said that. She'd kill me. Whoa. That's illegal, Bethany. You failed the bar. Loose lips. I won't. He said enjoying the relaxed Savannah more than he thought he would. So you don't get along with your parents? She asked. He leaned back on the sofa. Uh, we tolerate each other better. That's good. Having lost my parents, I think you should work on that. That's a casual problem. She's full of advice. Like, mind your own business, lady. Were you close with yours? I was a daddy's girl and lost him. Mom stepped up to the plate. She was more like a friend than a parent. So I killed her. (laughs) Not that it was a bad thing. I didn't need a parent. I couldn't be bad. Not after we lost dad. That nearly killed her, and I don't think I ever did a bad thing after that. Well, she didn't approve of the men I dated. She didn't like Clint at all. Do she think, was right. Do you think her saying how good and well-behaved she was is like a real, like, erotic thing for a cop to hear? Like, yeah. Oh, yes. Like, oh, yeah. You follow the rules. That's right. You're speaking my language now, baby. Well-behaved. Maybe they want the, the chase of, of the, the, you know, the disobeying, like the handcuffs. and. Well, you're getting a little dirty for me. Well, I guess we'll see. This, I thought this was a wholesome Christmas book. It is, and this is a wholesome Christmas podcast. I'm just saying that this cop's probably pretty aggressive. Uh, well, I mean, it's part of the job. Uh, so I, I think that uh, it seems like they want us to root for the cop that stole Christmas. I mean, the romance is in the air. Yeah, definitely feel a little vibing going on here with uh, what's his name? Cop. Well, what's his name? Do we even know the cop's name? Donaldson. <sighs> Did you just make that up? No, I think <laughs> oh. it was in the summary. All I heard of is Clint, that old deadbeat, and Santa, yeah. the two male characters I'm familiar with at this point. Well, he hasn't pulled his gun out yet, and that's definitely a plus. Hey, there's always time. Uh, all right, I mean, I'm 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 digging it. I feel like um, we really haven't hit any. I mean, we're only 25 percent of the way through. We haven't hit the I think we'll, the high notes. Yeah, yet. We'll, we've read. We can gather so far as 
Uh, she hates her ex. Yeah, who doesn't? Uh, she lost her, her stang. Right. Lost her stang. Santa Claus is a low-life piece of shit. Santa's a jerk. Um, Santa Claus may be the cop. Who knows? This well, cop is majorly insecure doubtful. about his inability to pass the bar. Uh, which, her, oh, her parents are dead. And his parents are rich. Good. And alive. And alive. Lucky him. Uh, all um, right. Well, I think it's about time we head to the 50% mark and see. It's, uh, uh, it's time warp here. I want to see things kick into high gear here. All right. This is chapter 12. I want I want some bullets firing. I want this cop shooting off rounds. I want to see where that cat comes into play. Oh, yeah. The cat on the cover. Do you think that's part of the book? I hope so. Here we go. When someone knocked, she looked through the people. It was Mark. The few minutes he'd been gone, she'd spent trying to decide if there was a downside to letting this happen. And yes, she'd found a few, but the upsides won over. Mainly, she was tired of being alone. She opened the door. He held her cat in one hand and a <sighs> bottle of wine yes! in the other. Fuck yeah. Thankfully... God. Boots was the kind of cat that went, went limp after you picked him up. You're goddamn right. This cat's name is Boots. Mark Boots. studied her. <laughs> Did you look through the peephole? Yes. He's she reached out and took the cat from his arm and gave him a good scratch under his chin. Cops know when they're being watched. <laughs> That's right. I felt your eyes upon me, citizen. <laughs> Boots immediately started purring. Good. He leaned down and kissed her quickly. He tasted minty fresh. Boots wiggled in her arms. I need to go back and get his litter box. Why? This cat needs to take a shit. Oh, there's one in the extra bedroom. We can get it later. (laughs) She set Boots down. He nodded. I bought a semi-sweet Riesling. I think it would probably go with Chinese, but my wine matches are sometimes off. Boots nodded? Sounds perfect. Boots got the wine. She took it Boots. (laughs) Coming through. Food should be here soon. You want to start with the wine? Sure. She started into the kitchen and stopped when the image flashed. He came up behind her and wrapped his arms around her. It's okay, he said softly. I'm a cop. You're under arrest. <laughs> Don't struggle. Put your hands up. We, Get on the floor. We got you. Back up. Get in here. Hands up. On the floor. Thanks for the tip, Boots. Yeah, Boots is like smoking a cigarette with a gun. Good work, Detective Boots. You've been undercover Watch for my years. six boots. You get to see your family again, Boots. It's been ten years. Undercover. I know. She let go of a deep breath. We could go to my place. She leaned her head back against his warm chest Weren't and looked at up at him. Place? He took my first house from me. He took my car. He even robbed me from being able to grieve in the right way for my mom. I'm not letting him take this house. Santa? She closed her eyes. Guilt whispered over her heart. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? It's not nice to talk badly of the dead. What a turn of phrase. I didn't hear anything bad, he said. Just honest. I really didn't want him to be hurt. I just wanted him to be out of my life. And for good reasons, he said. She walked further into the kitchen and grabbed two wine glasses from a cabinet. I'm breaking one of the big rules. What rule? She noticed how good he looked. His blonde hair appeared a little darker. Was as not if imagining wet. a blonde. No. This <laughs> takes me out of the scene. It makes me sick, frankly. <laughs> he wore faded jeans and a dark green t-shirt that clung to his chest and shoulders. She had a quick mental visual of him without it. Her heart raced a bit faster when she realized she'd probably be seeing that again tonight. She got a boner. Oh, so they've 
they've they have history. That's what I like mm. to hear. Oh yeah, seeing that again. Yeah. Ah, Unless they went context swimming. clues. <laughs> there was a big swimming scene earlier that we missed. <laughs> they were doing laps. They had a shirtless picnic with the uh, boots. I would. <laughs> uh, is that it? Is that it for the, this part of the book? Is it? Yeah, keep uh, going a little. Yeah, let me give me one more. Oh, I'm, one I'm more, feeling this. Uh, yeah. more, this is getting me hot and bothered. Let's go to the end of the scene here. I'm gonna take my shirt let's, off. Uh, let's play this one out. Got a hot cop. We got mm. a, some Chinese food on the way. Oh, baby, well, yeah. that's. Don't talk about your ex on a date. He shrugged. I think our situation's a little different considering uh, everything. I guess. <laughs> descriptive enough for me. She grabbed a wine opener from the drawer. Here, let me do that. She washed him open the wine and suddenly the question hit. Have you ever been married? <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? Shoot the top out the wine with his... <laughs> <laughs> what is... <laughs> he pulled out his Glock and blasted off the top of the wine bottle. Glass shattered everywhere. He looked up. No. How did you escape that? By the skin of my teeth, he said. You were engaged? He nodded. What happened? She asked. He arched a brow. <laughs> hey, uh, what was that rule about not talking about exes? She frowned. It's, it's just, you know all about me. Dude, everything he says... This dude always has a toothpick in his mouth. I know. You yeah. know he does. Yeah. For should, sure. should I get one and like get into character? I also nah, think his good. shirt's tucked into his jeans, but that's just my personal. And opinion. he's definitely oh, wearing, definitely. He's definitely wearing some like big ass boots. Yeah. And the shirt sleeves are like way high. Yeah. Like almost up to the, like a, a damn near a tank top. Yeah. But not. They're rolled up. Yeah. And he's got a farmer's tan. He unscrewed the cork <laughs> from the wine opener. Let's just say she didn't like my chosen career. She didn't want you to be a cop? All of a sudden, she remembered. She wanted you to be a lawyer. Oh. Yup. She bit down on her lip. Was she afraid you'd get hurt working as a cop? I think she was afraid having a cop for a husband was below her standards. Fair enough. So she was rich, huh? Not really, but she wanted to be, hence her reasons for wanting me to become a lawyer. Sorry. Then the question just slipped out. Did you love her? He reached for the glasses and filled them. Hey, how about we nix the talk of exes and talk about ourselves? Yeah. I mean, it was his wife. He no, added her, her glass. <laughs> okay. Nah. <laughs> nah, I'd take her or leave her. Nah. <laughs> but she could nix the feeling that he might be in love with someone else. Was Jeez. that not another downside? All right, this is getting tedious. This is getting the some getting really getting into the weeds there. So, all right. I mean, I I mean, I I'm I'm into it. I mean, we, yeah, we can stop here for this part. But I I I this is the first book we've read that I think I might read. Oh yeah, you would you would read this. I'd read this. I'd put on my my pajamas and your your favorite cop hat. Oh yeah, I'd put on a little uh, captain's hat. Yeah, slip into bed, light a candle. Put on a little music. Light your Blue Lives Matter candle. I would. I would get out my Blue Lives Matter uh, Yankee candle. Stand for the flag. Wait, what's that candle smell like? Um, it smells like a, a gunpowder. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd say the Pledge of Allegiance before bed, and then I get in and I read this, and I fall asleep dreaming about what it's like to be a, a divorced cop. All right, that's just me. I can't speak for everybody. This, uh, this is why this is why it's our this is my point of view. You don't have to agree with it. That's who I am. Hey, that's that's what and I'm that's doing. just fine. Uh, all right, I say we jump ahead to the seventy five percent mark. See what's yeah. 
At this it, point, I mean, I'm assuming we're like they're going to be together by the time we get to 75. Or one of them's going to be dead. They've already been together. Yeah, well, but they're like, going to be for real together. Like dating. Like carnally. Like married. Like she's going to be stuffed under his bed, or like in the fridge. <laughs> uh, well, he is stealing Christmas. Maybe he's stealing it from her. Whoa. Speaking of in the fridge, <laughs> well, you got he got my attention. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I think um, I don't. Mm, mm. All right, here Spit we go. Spit it out, bud. I thought I told you not to call me. Bundy tightened his hold on the phone. Whoa. He really hated this employer. Frankly, he hated a lot of his employers because the majority were rich snobs. He learned a long time ago money didn't make someone smart. Not that his poor clients were any smarter. If they were, they'd be taking care of their own businesses instead of paying him to do it. So, in a a way, he was grateful (laughs) for stupid people. But this guy raked over his nerves like glass. What's the fridge part? You said, speak of the devil, we're talking about the fridge. Uh, At the end of this page, they reference Ted Bundy. Oh. (gasps) Do go on. Because his name. Mm. But this guy raked over his nerves like glass. It was the child abuse thing. Mitchell was like Bundy's father. He picked on people smaller than he was. But Mitchell was rich, and Bundy was accustomed to living a certain lifestyle. I wouldn't be calling you, but I'm leaving in five minutes, and you still haven't told me what you want. He heard the man breathing hard as if making a decision was some kind of workout. A Big Mac. (laughs) If you can't convince her to back off, just do it. Got it. Bundy started to hang up. Uh, Ted? The man's man's voice rang out. Yeah? Swear to me, this isn't going to come back on me. I don't mess up. Bundy said he'd found the perfect location. (laughs) Is this book about Ted Bundy? There wasn't even a house or business open for several miles. No witnesses. Uh, Then why were you in prison? Don't worry, I learned from my mistakes. He had been solving people's problems for the majority of his adult life. Even in prison, he'd done a few jobs for other inmates who hadn't the balls to do it for themselves. What else was a guy with a name like Ted Bundy supposed to do? He blamed that on what his old man, fuck? too. Not that he'd named him after the serial killer. Uh-oh. The famous Bundy hadn't been arrested until 1974. Ted had been born in 1972. Ah. But his dad had given him his name. As if having a son made him happy. Blast! (laughs) The two-year-old serial killer. (laughs) His dad hadn't given a shit about him. His dad could rest in hell. The fact that Ted had sent him out there still felt good. Who says rest in hell? Ted hung up and walked out of the hotel. (laughs) Doesn't seem like a restful place. Enjoy your nice rest. It was almost dark. (laughs) Take a breather down there in hell. He preferred walking in the dark. What's happening? I'm sorry. Who is <laughs> Bundy is getting pissed off. Who's Bundy? Is that Mark? It's Ted. It's Ted. No. Oh, it's Ted Bundy. But Ted it's not Bundy the murder not. of Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah. It's another Ted Bundy. Who's mad at his dead dad for naming him Ted Bundy. Before, Two years before. Before they the, even knew that. Where's the Ted cop? Bundy. This is a 72 Ted. It's a good year for Ted's. Um, all right. I mean, I'm kind of confused about who this guy is, but fair enough. I mean, that's a good reason to get mad. I wouldn't like to be named Ted Bundy. Uh, well, it's like we could go by Theodore. Like you get options. You don't have to be Ted. Just change your first name. Theo Bundy. Theo Bundy. It <laughs> rolls right off the tongue. Oh, it's gotta be Ted. I might change my name to Theo Bundy. I like it so much. Uh, I, you know, I I wish I knew who this character was, but I don't. Yeah, uh, we're in a totally different uh, different scene entirely. Than boy, is he mad? This was a, smooth sailing until now. We've hit some rough choppy waters. Where did here. the shirtless cops and the uh, uh, cats go? What's going on here? Should we read a little bit more? 
you want to like another, like another paragraph like around here I just want to see like what we're working with a little bit more. Yeah, see where the main characters are. All right, there's a there's a dot dot dot, and then that starts a new paragraph. Oh, that's what I like. That's it. Jennifer left in plenty of time to go home, get her portfolio, change her clothes, and have a little extra time to find the B and B. David Brockman had warned her a GPS wouldn't pick it up, but he David gave detailed directions. Brockman. Unfortunately, this was her fourth time down FM twenty twenty, and she only had five minutes, or she'd be late. Where the hell was Cattail Road? Ah. I'm even more confused on it was a minute ago. She's uh, going somewhere looking for somebody. This uh, is someone entirely different. Jennifer. And a man named, what was his name? David Brockman? David Brockman. I prefer if they refer to all characters by their first and last name. Helps me. Hello, Ted Bundy. David Brockman? <laughs> oh, David Brockman. Is that you? Is that uh, Mark Donaldson? Where the hell is Cattail Road? Uh, good question. Uh, I mean, so we're at the 75% mark right now? Yeah. It's, these books do not fail to throw a curveball at you right when you think you know what's going to happen. I don't know who these people are. I am rooting against them. Yeah, they're not the first people we met, so I hate them. Yeah, uh, like them. yeah without fail, no matter which book it's been, every time we skip ahead, there are totally different sets of characters. Which, I mean, is probably was, how books work. That's normal. Yeah. Really? I mean, you, I mean you, what books do you read that are, that are like that? I don't read books. I only read books like this. Five pages at a time, <laughs> stretched out across the book. And only on my Amazon Kindle. That's right. Uh, yeah, and only free books, so they're inherently bad. I only read books that, that are about one character, one character only. Like the Bible? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's only one character. Autobiographies. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my thing. Jeebus. Just, right, no, Noah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jesus is one of the animals on the boat, I think. Yeah, there were two Jesuses. Yeah. And then one survived. That's right. That's why we don't have those today. Uh, <laughs> all right, so now we're going to head on down to the last page of this book, see if we can reconnect with our cop buddy, see if he's got anybody in a chokehold here. Uh, what's going on here, Ganesh? So the last page is mostly in italics. Not entirely sure why. <laughs> All right, dream go. sequence everybody's gotta everybody's gotta get creative with the last page just end it like a normal book wait Character this is dies the last the end. page this is the last page right. of the book right was that just 75% correct now, are you sure this isn't an, uh, uh, an epilogue uh, I'm sure okay. here we go All right. at first Hal thought he'd spotted a snake because the Hal. inmate moved so yeah. fast uh, he should have been more suspicious tanks came for him and there was no time to go for his gun there's tanks now the bullet hit Hal and Hal hit the ground he almost passed out, but fought. If these were the last minutes of his life, he would. He he wanted them. Is this Christmas? Flat on his mm-hmm. back, he watched tanks aim his gun again. The war on Christmas. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> oh shit! Whoa! All right, I didn't know we were getting into warfare. Hal tried to pull his weapon, but his arms were dead weights. Then the kid, Billy. Tackled tanks. Billy the Kid is in this? There's a, so the tanks is a Jeez. man. Ted right. Bundy, Billy the Kid. Does this take place in the Matrix universe? <laughs> Why is it's like Ready Player One? It's like best of us. Yeah, this is <laughs> these... I, the tonal shift here is monumental. The two prisoners rolled around, had almost reached Hal almost reached his weapon, but the inmate Robert snatched it from his holster and took off. A bullet was fired, not by Roberts. But from the gun billion tanks fought over, the fourth inmate, Brandon Stafford, crumpled to the grass. This is the last page. (laughs) Billy broke free, gun in hand. He looked at Hal and then at Stafford, who lay screaming, I didn't do that, he said. (laughs) I didn't shoot him. Tanks got up and moved forward. Billy raised the gun. Don't. 
Billy ordered, but his voice quavered. Hell wasn't the only one who heard. Tanks laughed. You won't shoot. You're a coward. Please. Right then, a car squealed to a halt beside them. Get in. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yelled the man from the car. (laughs) Dale, you dog. Give me a gun, Tanks said to the driver. But they had to go, said the man. Tanks yelled things at Billy, ugly things about what he planned to do to the kid's sister. Then the car pulled off. Daddy? Daddy? (laughs) Hell yeah. Melissa's voice rang out. Melissa? Is this the original Uh, character? The pain in Hal's chest grew worse. I never even knew her name. He heard beeping noises and more voices. You're going to have to go, someone ordered. What's happening? Melissa asked, fear and panic ringing in her voice. Hal wanted to say something, something to let her know he was okay, but he couldn't talk. Could hardly think. If not for the pain, then that damn bright light. Get out of here. We're losing him. We're losing. Is that the end? That's the end. The, that was the last, that's the last page of the book we were reading before? The Yes. The, are you sure? Yep. The ending of a this Christmas book a ends man, with like a the, prison scrap with a gun. And, and a guy dies. And a guy dies. And someone drives up in a car. And all the main characters we heard about, we haven't seen since the 50% mark. Whoa. I'm at a loss for words. I don't mean, I, what, how, what, who wrote this? Real creative with the naming here. What's the name? Ted Bundy, Billy the Kid. Answer me. Who wrote this? Christy Craig. Oh, Christy Craig. Christy. New York Times bestseller. New York Times bestseller. Christy. She's wrote 34 whole books. Wow. Were they all in this? Did we skip through all of them? Anyone could be a bestseller if your book is free. That's Just right. Saying. This is trash. Christy, I want you to succeed. Uh, I thought this was. I thought you were into this book. I was until the book turned into a different book at the end. Christy, I want you to succeed. I'm rooting for you, but you fucked up this book. I well, hold to... on now. That's not. That's not fair. We need to do some searches here. So let's try to get some backstory. Okay. All right. What... Don't don't condemn this this shoddily written work just yet. Uh, well, okay. So what are we, what are we searching for? I mean, I, what, I I I I don't even know the characters' names. Let's search for blood. If, why not? Yeah. Is there any death in here? It sounds like things were getting wild. At the you end. know what? This book is free, but if you want to read uh, Tall, Hot, and Texan Book Three, you have to buy it for three bucks. Yeah, that's how they rope oh. you in with this shit. Get you in with the Christmas tale, the pyramid scheme, and pump up the pump up the price. The fucking scam to get this, all the answers. This damn Texas trilogy. All right. Looking for blood. Blood is mentioned 51 times in this book. Whoa. That's 51 dead people. Man. You know it is. That's All right, here we go. The, I'm going to go to the, the first the blood's gangs. We are 11 pages in. You hungry, mamas? Her foot caught on something and she went down. Shit, she muttered, her knees taking the brunt of her fall. Unsure of what had tripped her, she went to stand and instantly became aware of something sticky on her palms. Standing up, she rubbed her right knee and felt more moisture there. Boots me out again. <laughs> boots. Man, bring back boots. Yeah. Savannah looked up, her vision still adjusting to the darkness, only allowed her to make out the shapes. Her breath caught when she realized exactly what the shape looked like. Where was Boots during that prison fight? She turned and hit the light switch. Light splashed across the room. From that second on, everything seemed to happen in slow motion. She blinked. Her lids fluttered closed, then open. Yeah, that's blinking. She saw the dark, sticky red substance on her palms. <laughs> Got that down pat. <laughs> and on her knees. 
She drew a mouthful of air into her lungs. Oh, the metallic smell filled her nose. Is she dying? Not believing her eyes, she swiped her hands on, the, on her nightshirt. The smear of red on white had her choking on another gulp of air. My jam. <laughs> she raised her I eyes. fell on my jam. <laughs> she saw him. Clint. <laughs> Fucking Clint. Clint naked on her kitchen floor. Oh. A naked Clint lying oh. too still. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. These are back-to-back lines? A naked Clint <laughs> with his eyes open that. but yeah. with no life. These are in the book. She saw Clint's throat slashed. Uh, and saw, naked. Saw his nude throat. Dead. Blood pooled around his body. A ribbon tied around. She saw Boots' bloody paw swatting oh, at the ribbon. Boots. Boots had to see this. She screamed, but nothing came out. She turned and ran, ran for the door. That's heavy. Whoa, so we, that was a good scene. Ah, uh, man. She I, just I feel for trips Boots. and falls. And then what about Clint? He's dead. Fuck Clint. And he's an asshole. I mean, he seems like, I, I don't know Clint. I mean, I he almost got her car repossessed, but I don't think that's reason to be murdered you think santa did it i think mark did it. well with a name like clint enough uh enough said uh all right okay, well that, so we, that, that that didn't that that answered some questions for it, me yeah uh now we know that clint died in front of boots or maybe you know maybe boots killed clint maybe boots killed him and then walked around in his own blood yeah you can't eliminate anything boots we don't have all the evidence here uh, all right. Um, well, that was a good search. Yeah. Mark had barely gotten bed when the scream had him jackknifing up. The pounding at his front door had him grabbing for his gun. I'm jackknifing in here. Stop. <laughs> he got almost to his front door when he realized he was naked. <laughs> Bolting back to the bedroom, the screams had him foregoing get dressed. He snagged his towel and darted back out. Gotta have my towel. <laughs> Don't wanna humiliate myself. After all right this there. jackknifing, I need my towel. I gotta, gotta clean up. The jackknifing all over the place. <laughs> the cry for help grew louder. He ran to the window to see what awaited him on his porch. His neighbor, just his neighbor, screaming in a frenzy. That's just my screaming neighbor. Oh, great. <laughs> he nodded this towel around his waist and opened the door. What is it? He kept his gun down, but his gaze shifted around, Wait, he had a gun? seeking a threat. Nothing. No threat. He focused back on her. I do recall he does not help his neighbors. She had stopped yeah. screaming, her whole body working to bring the oxygen in and out, shaking. Again, kind of like blinking. Uncontrollable shaking. <laughs> Eyes white. Wide face. Panic. He'd seen it numerous times on the job. But it was what was on her nightshirt that is breath catching. Blood? No, no. Raspberry jam. <laughs> what happened? He demanded. Body. One word slipped out. She slumped forward, falling into a dead faint. Naked Oh, Clint. shit. <laughs> Two words, baby. Naked he barely managed Clint. to catch her. <laughs> Boots walking in blood. <laughs> well, that's a pretty traumatic scene. Hey, and that answers uh, an earlier question that we had. That's definitely the first time she saw him shirtless. Yeah. Oh, oh, now I see. Yeah, this is a pretty successful search we just did for boys. Yeah. Good job. Good. Um, yeah, no, I mean, blood tells the truth. That's something as they say. That's a phrase that somebody could say. It's on the bar exam. Uh, Mark would know. That's why he failed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Shane. Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to search for here? I picked blood. So all right, Austin, what do you want to search for? What do you want to search for? Um, 
how about uh i i don't even know where to go with that shit that was happening at the end i almost want to pretend like that's not part of the book uh nipple you say uh show me nipples all right always with nipples. <laughs> chapter seven of nipples the same color as your lips. Guilt pulled at his conscience. He shouldn't have enjoyed that. But the moment he'd found no wounds, he'd lost his protect and serve attitude and went straight to just being a man. Oh, is he having sex with like an injured person? He's Not boots. God, get get is ready. This boots talking? Get ready, Clint. I'm about to jackknife you. <laughs> Clint, naked Clint over there. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. His nipples are dark, just like the blood on his wrote uh, nope. a sad word that's the worst thing i've ever heard the silence felt <laughs> awkward so he asked how's the florist business these days she tilted her head did i tell you that uh n- no i uh i googled you while i was waiting for you in the office that's a normal thing huh <laughs> our lives are open books now i google everybody said. i ever meet she do you really <laughs> hell yeah i look up everybody on facebook Everybody. Everyone. That's different, though. Google's different. I'll Google them, too. So when you meet someone for the first time. Yeah. Uh, let's say you get a first name, no last name. Yeah. You just take that first name to Facebook and then what? Just, like, scroll through and look. And no, I look at every single person. You just friend the first one. Yeah, if I meet somebody named Kevin, I add all the Kevins until I find the right one. And then you go, yippee. Yeah. <laughs> and then along the way, you make some new friends, new Kevins. <laughs> that would actually be really funny if someone was only friends with Kevins or something uh, like that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a Kevin is worth knowing. You should make an account, like a page called, like, love, Kevin, love the name Kevin. And yeah. then just add Kevins. all Kevins. You always want Facebook. a Kevin or two in your back pocket in case you need one. That's my theory. Yeah. Uh, any Kevins out there, hit me up. I love Kevin 69 at gmail.com. Uh, all right. I mean, I think that. Uh, okay. So, how many instances for nipple? Did I you didn't find? search nipple. I, I refused to justify the search. Probably like 60, right? No, uh, just a four. sick man. Oh, four. Well, you might as well read them all then. <laughs> What's the last one? Last one. You want the last nip? Yeah, it's probably not? like a prison fight. You no, know, somebody cut off my nipple in prison. I traded it for cigarettes. <laughs> He framed it and put it on his wall. Then I stabbed him because I wanted it back. Like it's a classic tale. It's my nipples. Her breasts shifted and he leaned down and took one nipple into his mouth. Hard there to get two again. in there. That that feels so good. She moaned and slipped her hand around to his back and up to his hair. Good. Weird. He pulled back, savoring the sight of her nipple. Wet, rosy, standing erect. This cop just likes to take a look at a nipple. Huh? Uh, I think the rest of our clothes can go, too, don't you? She nodded. Her sweet, sexy smile told him she was ready. Shuffling uh, off the bed, he grabbed uh, his wallet and dropped the two condoms he'd brought on the nightstand. I like to double up. <laughs> <laughs> he lowered his jeans and underwear. His dick, hard oh, and ready, no, no, no. bounced against his lower abdomen. <laughs> bounced? Oh, let's Ew. get out of this quick. He, like he stepped out of his him? jeans, leaving them there on the floor. <laughs> he saw his, her eyes lower to his sex and widen. His se- I hate, hate, hate when people call genitals their sex. That's the worst, like, <laughs> small, like independent author thing yeah yeah and look at my sex take like again this person does it too the taking into their mouth take my sex ah. into your mouth <laughs> it's sickening so it makes me want to throw up i liked this book uh. and now i don't like it 
She started pulling down her own jeans. Let me help you. Naked, he crawled back on the bed and straddled her calves. The word naked must be in this book like a thousand times. Jackknifing. Leaning forward, he grabbed the waist of her jeans. She lifted her bottom, and he slowly slid the warm denim down, down her legs, enjoying the smoothness of her legs as the back of his hands slipped downward. The sight of her sex right in front of him no. had him drawing Jesus. in another deep breath. Boy, I, sh- I sure do like the looks of your sex. <laughs> <laughs> Miss, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm taking a good look at your sex. I don't want to come off too strong here now, but I'm seeing that sex you got right there, and it's looking real... Boy, that sex Ugh. got me fixing a jackknife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm pretty disgusted. Yeah, so, okay, they definitely, we were right, they hook up, they have sex they have with sex, each other. Right? Ganesha said, okay, we did nipples, you found yeah, your nipples. Yeah, there it is. That wasn't my search, that was your search. you <laughs> <laughs> gaslighting me. <laughs> this is not my search, I never wanted to find nipples. No thank you to nipples. Can we see the last time we see boots? Yeah, that's this will be our boots. last search. Boots. Yeah, I want to see how, how boots did boots is, Did boots go off into the sunset? What did you find perhaps a more sane owner? Boots owns like a Ruby Tuesday or something. I, I wish, dude. I wish him the best. Was it long Packages long? in hand. She placed Mark's gift under the tree. The little tree actually looked better with even one gift under it. She fed Boots, gave him a few strokes and a hug. Then, not wanting to chance Mark leaving, she ran into the shower. Ten minutes later, only wearing underwear and some makeup, she heard the doorbell. Makeup? Her heart did a tumble. Could it be him? Haphazardly tying on her pink nubby robe, she tore off for the Again door. Again, a nubby robe. Remembering to look through the people first, she got up on her tiptoes and glanced out. It was him. Hey, you looking at me in that front of people again? <laughs> Boots, let me in. <laughs> so there you have it. Boots I can feel the back. eyes on me. God, so Boots is uh, alive and well. Boots is safe as far got as some, Got some pets. Frankly, all right. that's all I care about. got to eat. Good um, for you, Boots. Well, you know... I didn't mind it. I guess we, that's that's the book. We read the book. We I read think, the book. I think I've, we I read it. We, yeah. Now, I would say I, I recommend it. I, I'd read this book. I'd read this book. This yeah. book gets our seal of approval. Yeah. yeah, I would read. Like I would read more just because I'm interested. Yeah, I, I wanted, and I really need to understand the prison fight scene. Yeah, that's a real curveball at the end. But, uh, I mean, I guess probably setting up the third book in the trilogy. Yeah, which is a, a heavy prison based. Uh, war book but ganesh you're right this is seal of approval yeah so i'm sorry what's the name of this author again can you remind me it's Gosh. christy Craig. christy this is like the third time i've asked christy yeah. uh you get the seal of approval if you want we will send you a badge that you can put on the front of your book that says that we read it and we liked it and we uh we gave it the thumbs up so we will print that out for you we'll mail it to you just let us know and we really hope it drives more sales of this free book. And it certainly will. I mean, when people see that, they'll say, I mean, this has the approval of three uh, strange dudes that nobody knows. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's worth its weight in gold. New York Times bestselling author Christy Craig is an award-winning writer, photojournalist, motivational speaker, writing teacher, and author of 34 fucking books. And jack of all trades. Damn. Her complete New York Times bestselling young adult paranormal series, Shadow Falls and Shadow Falls After Dark, are no- are available now from St. Martin's Griffin, her oh, new so young adult series, The Mortician's Daughter. So she has books that aren't there. I think I've hours. heard of these. Uh, have you? That seems like all these words kind of seem familiar. Do you read a lot of YA? No, I don't. But that's that's what's interesting about this one and this 
series or whatever. It's like she's a young adult person. Now she's writing like some goofy. She's graduated. Romance. Which is the, thriller. The adult stuff right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so again, Christy, if you hear this somehow, uh, we'd love for you to come on the show, talk about your book, uh, do a little interview with us. It's just, uh, we'd love to talk to you. So let us know. Yeah. I would really like to hear about how you. You came up with Boots. Yeah, I'd like, to know, I'd like to know a little bit more about Boots' potential future. Uh, and less about the looking at the sex of stuff. Yeah, no, quit saying sex, because that's yeah. weird and I don't like it. What's, uh, who do you think should play these characters in the, uh, in the blockbuster uh, movie version of the cop that stole Christmas. So the big two, obviously, you got you got uh, Mark the 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 policeman, the cop. Well, we know he's blonde. Oh yeah, he's blonde. Mm. I was gonna say another good role for uh, Boomer from Coach. But yep. I mean, well, I don't want to give him every our go-to uh, male lead Boomer <laughs> from Coach. I mean, you can't go wrong. What about, I, uh, what about Kevin James? He's done it before. No, we can do it again. No, no, no. no. no this guy's he's what is he he's, tall, he's hot, and Texan fit, man. Yeah. I mean, Matthew McConaughey seems like the perfect. Woody Harrelson. Oh, Matthew McConaughey. Woody Harrelson's not bad either. It's got to be Woody. Yeah. I can see Woody McConaughey. Blonde, I mean, I'm thinking blonde. Tall, hot, I'm, I'm thinking like uh, dazed and confused McConaughey with like the mustache, yeah. the blonde mustache. Okay, I think that's what I'm thinking. I thought of um, that dude that plays like Loki. Oh, uh, what's his name? Hiddleston. Yeah, Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Well, he's British though. Yeah, but he can he can put on the. He's he not can, blonde. He is. Uh, well, he could do he's an accent. He's blonde in that show. I think like he Amazon could sell it. Show. I think he could do it. Um, and then the woman, what's the what's her what character's name? I've, Savannah. Uh, I've absorbed Savannah. nearly nothing. Savannah. Savannah. It's a you know another good old girl. I'm picturing a Rachel Ray. Rachel not a, Ray, not yeah, an actress, wanna... but the chef, <laughs> the acclaimed chef, Rachel Ray. <laughs> hey, hey, which one of them? Which one of them actresses can ske- scream real good? Uh, That's what you need. That's I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I'm still going to go with Rachel Ray. Does she doesn't even scream? In this whole thing, yeah, no. Why would she? No, she scream? screams when she sees Clint. Oh, no, yeah. She's just breathless and says, "Body, my jam." Uh. <laughs> um, so yeah, and and then uh, prison. That we can do all. I mean, Gary Oldman should be in the prison. All the prison scenes are just um, Jason Statham. You need him in there. Yeah, all the like action stars. Those no, guys. It's all the blonde twins from The Matrix Reloaded. What about Channing Tatum as the cop? Uh, hey, that's not too bad. But I just, I he seems. I imagine the cop is being. Well, they said he had a slender. I don't want people thinking frame. this is twenty three mm. Jump Street. Twenty. True. It's really easy. It's very close to the other two. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the cat. Um, boots. So yeah. boots. I got, I know what I'm doing with boots. Oh yeah. Getting some fine, the finest talent on earth. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Let's get Andy Circus. Let's put him in a mocap suit. <laughs> Let's get him walking over that dead body. You know, that kind of jives with my idea, which is that it should be a CGI cat voiced by Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because Puss in Boots from Shrek. Well, yeah, it's Boots. It's the yeah. same Boots. That, oh, that's the impression I got. So you're saying this, this is canon. Is canon. Yeah, it's part of the Shrek extended universe. Wow. I'd like to see a movie adaptation told through the perspective of Boots so you're seeing all the action, but you're also getting some uh, Boots' inner monologue as well. Uh, very similar to um, 
uh, critically acclaimed movie uh, Karate Dog with Chevy Chase, ah, where the, he plays a the voice of a dog. I'll have to watch that one. It's a good one. Um, well, you know, I think this has all the makings of a, an Oscar bait kind of movie. It's got Christmas barely. Uh, it's and got the Santa at the beginning. A lot of violence. A lot of violence. Uh, a lot of people. Crazy watching. prison. Crazy prison scene. I could see Daniel Craig in that prison scene, like yeah, stabbing people, yeah, definitely, or shooting a gun or something. Well, it's like hard to get into uh, Manchester by the Sea meets uh, Jason Bourne. Well, this is certainly nothing like Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. Unless their house burns down and their kids are in it. Yeah, spoiler. Oh yes, yeah, and also if the actor is a <laughs> rapist. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyhow, I think that uh, I think that puts a pin in it. I think that's a pretty good spot to to call it. Um, any other thoughts? It's no, good. Uh, I, okay. you know, it's funny because I'm still gonna stick with that thing that Santa is the real Santa. I think that's actually, how he gets his kicks. I do think that that this is, is actually, what Santa does to adults. I certainly interpreted that as the actual Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, on that note, I would say that's another successful Amazon book club in the books. Uh, Shout out to uh, our main man, Morris Reese, for making the music for our podcast. Yeah. Uh, and Chris, for Chris Lindquist, for the uh, beautiful artwork. Yeah, hit up Chris. He'll make all your artwork for free. He'll do it. He slaves away down there, uh, and he's happy to do anything you ask of him for zero dollars. Just like these books. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on that note, yeah, so uh, please uh, hit us up on Twitter at AMZN Book Club, uh, or the... Uh, our website is bookclubpodcast.com. Yeah. We got, we got a .com for this, so you know it's serious. It's the big deal. Um, and then otherwise, yeah, tell your friends, tell your family to join us. And uh, please continue listening. We'll be back next week with and, another uh, another book. And if you're an author, keep writing. Yeah. Keep writing these free books. And if you're an author that it we've read, off. get the hell on here and let us shit all over you. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Goodbye.
make it. I hope you 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 make it